is is this the year we find out that award shows are still a lie? It's all it's all a hoax. Why isn't the president going after award shows? That's the real hoax. That's what I'm saying. They like, should... you want to talk like the the reptilians and all that stuff? It's where they're at, man. The last time I remember seeing any Oscar thing, I was like, "How come the Dark Knight didn't get nominated?" That's the last time I thought about any award show, like in any serious manner. Yeah, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And they're like, oh, you want nominations? You want nominations? All right. How about 10? How about 20? How about everyone's nominated? Oh, you want a participation trophy? I hate America. <laughs> everyone everyone sucks. Wow, that took a We're turn. We're all babies. We're all big old titty babies. <laughs> <laughs> took a really weird turn there. Yeah. Uh. Well, so did America. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, shit. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of scientists there we go. commissioned three specific humans to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform. Red leather, yellow leather! Likely Red leather, yellow leather! Live studio audience All right. in a show called Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show. Let me get right the hell out of my own way and make with introducing you to tonight's panel. Our first panelist once punched the concept of time in the fucking throat. She's the host of A Cry for Yelp and the Summer Camp Show. It's Alyssa Cowan. Hey, our, what's up? Our second panelist makes matchbox dioramas of what she imagines everyday life in Gurney, Illinois must be like. She's a hilarious comedian. It's Christy Farley. And our third panelist will tickle you well past when it stops being fun. Just to see the panic fill your big dumb eyes, it's Stab Favorite, Jacqueline Wyan. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Please keep your hands and feet inside of me at all times until the show comes to a complete halt. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Um, I'm going to look in this direction and talk to our panelists more about themselves. Sound good? We thought so, too. Alyssa, hey there. How are you? Hey. Hey. <clears throat> How's things? Doing great. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I am I am welcome. I feel good. <laughs> glad to have you. Yeah. Glad glad to be here. This is these are some pleasantries, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> these are fucking pleasant. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't nice nice? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all ever had a good fucking day? That shit's sweet. <laughs> That's just wicked cool, man. I like to I like to just remember a good day I had whenever I need to. Yeah. I just lock it back here and then I just open the door to that good day and say, Hmm, that yeah, was good. Dude, gotta <laughs> unlock that smile vault and take a look every once in a while is what I'm thinking. Uh, Alyssa, you've got all sorts of uh, fun new stuff that we're rolling out here. We just did uh, a cry for Yelp, uh, a show I guess you, you did back in the day. And we're rolling uh, another one out uh, next week, uh, the Summer Camp Show. What's that show about? Yeah, it is uh, it is a uh, satirical recreation of Summer Camp, which mm -hmm. um, we we used to do live in uh, Washington, D.C. Um, it is, uh, it's a true hoot. We're going to try to do it streaming, which is great because uh, Summer Camp is a very online experience. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. you know, so it's... It's gonna be really fun. We have like, um, so like the a lot of people from the old cast are gonna hop on and do some streaming, and we're gonna have some folks from Sacramento on it too. Awesome, so sounds wonderful. It's, uh, 
yeah, it's going to be great. Um, and uh, we, yeah, we'll see what happens after that. But it's a fun show. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's great. It uh, you can you there are lots of comics in DC that will be really upset about how PowerPoint comedy proliferated there so much, <laughs> and uh, it's partially thanks to that show. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoyed um, uh, Cry for Yelp last week. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I think that's uh, we. Yeah, we that that one's a fun show, and we're gonna. There's gonna be a few tweaks to make it even better. Sure. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Awesome. Too, so. Well, thanks for being with us again, Alyssa. Mm -hmm. Christy, oh my word! It's been a very long time since we've had you around. Welcome back. Yes, it has. Yeah. How's it going? I'm How are on. you? How are you doing? Oh, nobody needs to know about me. I'm here all the time. It's about you, Christy. How are you? <laughs> how are you? That's like my my signature move during the pandemic is to just really <laughs> deflect all the "how are you" questions. <laughs> just really, how are you? Slap back that volleyball, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I should have learned also uh, at this point after doing this for like, this is the 10th one that I've, we've done since we got it going again, um, to stop asking people how they're doing because it's usually not, it's, it's, not a, it's not a time when everybody's doing great. So, so mm -hmm. I got to come up with another question. Um, uh, what, what, what fun things are going on in, in Christie's world? What's up? I recently started exercising again. Nice. <laughs> yes, I uh, stopped for quite a while. Ooh, quite a while. Uh, got got rounder. Around <laughs> yeah. rounder. I'm a corpulent. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm uh, moving my body, and uh, yeah, the the will to live. She coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, it's already worth having uh, gotten you back for just the wonderful uh, uh, reintroduction of corpulent. Uh, because... Uh, no one uses that word anymore. No. It's, I mean, you could... So much more... So much more fancy and polite than fat. I yeah. love it. It's like, mmm, mmm, corpulent. Mmm, mmm, It's like a turkey. <laughs> I like to think I'm here suit. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, just uh, it, rather than rather than fleshy. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, Christy. Very, uh, super happy to, to have you back. Uh, yes. And... <laughs> Jacqueline, looking super thrilled. Yeah. There you are. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Jacqueline. Hey. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we were... I've seen it pop up um, just because I'm a creep and I follow everybody uh, quietly and never interact with them. Um, but you've had, uh, uh, you know, California is changing rules again and you've got people coming in. And you've been having to deal with people all through all of this. And now they're dumb again and being able to sit around you. And that has to be wonderfully fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's great if you want to feel like the biggest bitch in the world all day. <laughs> That's all I do is be a bitch. I'm like, can you pull that up, please? Can you just... <laughs> all day. All day. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy people that uh, feel like they... <laughs> I don't go out that much. I, I try desperately not to. Um, 
but no matter what, the, the few seconds I'm out in the world are always dumb. But I just love people who uh, somehow don't understand that you can be heard through a, a small layer of fabric. You don't have to pull it down to be able to speak. That sort of defeats the entire purpose, I think. <laughs> it's, so, it's funny. I get like 50% that and 50% people who refuse to adjust their normal speaking voice volume <laughs> at all. And yeah. will just be like, <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, could, I, could you say that again? And they'll be like. <laughs> yeah, because you're the asshole because they're whispering through cloth. Oh. <laughs> Normalize bullhorns, guys. <laughs> it's just just one. Bring one with you. You don't have to readjust your speaking. <laughs> just put that sucker on your on your next to your dome, and you're good, right? Yeah. I mean, they've got the little ones, and most of them have like a, a strap that you could just wrap around. They got little ones? Yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah, Every time thing. I've seen them, it was always the big one. And or, I was like, you know what, just have the big one big. with a big strap hanging around you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just raise it up. Hey man, if people can walk around with like assault rifles <laughs> on their shoulder, I can walk around with the world's <laughs> largest bullhorn, okay? That's uh, what I'm going to say. I mean, I hadn't uh, thought about that argument, but now that you mention it, uh, yeah. Again, tough to argue. Let's get going. There it is. <laughs> I try to be smooth and professional, guys, and even my technology is against me. Uh, well, let's get started with segment one. Uh, it's the first one because it would be weird to start with segment four. Uh, reorganization, it's generally how we get things going. <clears throat> so... Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Oh, yeah, uh, we're starting the actual show now. To anybody that's unfamiliar, just hang out. Uh, please, <laughs> please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? If there's one thing I for sure don't like, it's when an acronym contains just as many unacronized words as words actually recognized in the acronym. Now... You might think that's a weird thing to get my hackles up about, but you'd be wrong, and my hackles would tell you to your dumb wrong face. So, darn it, if your acronym is, say, CEST, C-E-S-T, I expect it to have a C word, an E word, and you bet your finest hat, a word for the S and the T. And that's the end of it! But the British went all <laughs> boggly wimster loff upon groobs with the center... And don't even get me started on center with a T-R-E. For the exploitation of science and technology. That's eight words in a... You know what? <sighs> I just... Okay. So how about you fix this British mistake of C-E-S-T and tell me who or what else CEST, C-E-S-T, might stand for or represent to you? Alyssa. What is your C-E-S-T? All right, guys. So here I am, a cool American in Florence, Italy. Apparently, I'm not supposed to be here because these jerks keep saying that America is bad at coronavirus or handling it poorly or the incompetent guy in charge of the coronavirus task force is a politician wearing a small fly for a hat. They were being so rude about that. 
He is a religious man. And where I'm from, we wear formal hats to church. And yeah, some of the formal hats are elaborate with large brims, lace, and other accoutrements. And some of them are understated, like a tiny top hat or a small bug. Ignorant losers. But it doesn't matter. So I talked my way into my romantic European vacation, and now I'm here in Florence. Sure, being in someone's Samsonite in a luggage compartment sucked, but I don't care. I wanted my Italian vacation. So I'm visiting Florence, and I'm not wearing a mask. It's my right as an American to give my mouth globules to whoever I want, anywhere I want. And I'm just out here living it up like I'm Vanderpump Rules, which is the only thing with the word rules in it that I respect. So I'm in the famous canals, pushing myself around with the stick because none of those boat jerks wanted to risk it. And But I'm not going to let those assholes ruin my dream vacation. But then I was getting like so hungry in this boat and I was like trying to DoorDash. And apparently they won't deliver to a moving boat in a canal. Neither will Postmates. Uh, nor Uber Eats. Then I tried to scream at the restaurants I saw going by and they screamed back that I had to stop moving the boat in order to eat. And all I could do was scream CAST! CAST! C-E-S-T stands for Canal Eating Sucks Today. All these jerks are ruining my beautiful European getaway. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Still that, mad. That is real. <laughs> canal eating this is a hundred percent real story yeah i mean <laughs> you'd think they'd have like uh, like a like a jet ski that just pulls up alongside you and drops off a bag for right? canal eating that doesn't suck Ugh. this guy gets it <laughs> i'm gonna get one of those one dollar italian homes and i'm gonna start my <laughs> my jet ski canal food delivery and I've just figured out what, what I'm doing with the next 40 years of my life. You know what, Jesse? What I like about you is you're a solutions person. <laughs> we found a hole in the market. <laughs> and it can be filled by dropping a jet yeah. ski into the canals of Venice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. Canal eating sucks today. Uh, <laughs> Christy, what is your... C-E-S-T. Okay, so let me teach you guys how to make some bomb-ass enchiladas, okay? So first, you got to remember that the four ingredients that we're working with is chicken, cheese, enchilada sauce, and a tortilla. So I know there was an extra C in that. Whatever. You, you got to just deal with it, okay? Because I'm not going to eat chicken without cheese. It's just, it ain't going to happen, yeah. okay? So if you got an enchilada sauce... That's better, but if you don't, you could use like a ketchup with some black pepper, or you could do like a, you could do like a jar of ragu, and you could put some like lime juice in there, or like uh, you got some of some of that like the hot sauce, hot sauce for the chicken wings. Like, like we we repurpose that. You could just mix that with the ketchup. You know, get creative is what I'm saying. So you get your tortilla, and then you slather it with the cheese. And then you, you put the chicken on there. I would assume that you already made the chicken because, like, you know, we're, we're prepared. We're prepared over here. So we put the chicken in there. We pop that bitch in the microwave. We do, like, a minute, minute and a half. So, and then it's going to get, okay, it's going to get chewy, all right? So you remember that it's going to be chewy because 
you have to bite on the side of your mouth that doesn't have your nice veneer. I got a very strong talking to from Dr. Nussbaum last time. So you will bite on the correct side of your mouth. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So you squeeze or scoop on your sauce and then you pair it with some kind of fancy vodka. I don't know. I'm not a chef. So personally, personally, that's how I make enchiladas, but like whatever. I'm just gonna go to Safeway and I'm gonna buy some deviled eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow in everything that had um had come before, somehow punctuating it with (laughs) buying deviled eggs. Uh, from Safeway was somehow the worst. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse's like, well, that does it. (laughs) I can abide by ketchup, but I can't abide by deviled eggs. (laughs) I mean, ragu with lime, fine. I'm still with you. Uh, (laughs) But a sweaty tray... Of Safeway deviled eggs, it just ugh. <laughs> even the chewy minute and a half microwaved tortilla, it was still fine. <laughs> I can't cook. That's what inspired this whole thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Christy, we've missed uh, we've missed that voice in particular. I'm glad it came back. Uh, <laughs> Jacqueline, <clears throat> C-E-S-T, what's that mean to you, ma'am? <clears throat> Hello, I'm Beverly Thick, author of Nachos Every Day. I did it, and so can you, with an exciting opportunity. Don't you want to be real fat? Of course you do. You always have. And now you can be this summer, here at historic Camp Eat Some Tacos, a beautiful lakeside camp. Success can offer you all the tacos you can eat and summer memories you'll cherish forever. Our vendors include Taco Bell, and that's it, just Taco Bell. Every day I come by with a tote bag full of cold, loose, wet tacos and throw them. Throw them at all your little fat children, and I laugh and I laugh. Finally, the first fat camp that does what it says on the label. You get real fat. Jacqueline Wyan camp eat some tacos oh man that segment made me hungry then made my stomach hurt and then made me hungry again (laughs) there's so many wet tortillas in that goddamn segment (laughs) thank you guys Um, alright that's segment one The, the traditionally segment one is full of wet tortillas. Welcome to the show. Uh, segment two, pickup line. So, talking about wet tortillas. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, pickup lines. Uh, that someone or other over there has caught your eye. What do you mouth do about it? You form up a sentence full of your best, most evocative words about how you like things and why. And you throw them at the object of your attention, hoping they land squarely in their fields. Please have composed three, parentheses, the number three, close parentheses, pickup lines, either to or from 
the following things. So we'll do one at a time, then back around the horn. One, 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 two, 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 three. You guys know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> it's fun that I write these like two days. Uh, I, I write them two days distant so that I can be reminded of the nonsense that I wrote two days ago when I read this again. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa Cowan, please give us your first pickup line to or from a spirit Halloween store. <laughs> this is... This is from. Okay. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> uh, hey, you wanna 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 get out of here? In about two months, when it's already been really awkward that I'm still here. All right, uh, Christy, your first. Uh, I mean, this has nothing, no bearing on reality. There's no, I, I, this just, it's, it's something. It's something that someone would think about. It uh, has nothing to do with, uh, your first pickup line to or from a toaster with a really finicky darkness knob. Okay, so I set my toaster to a three so that my toast would be like a light golden brown, but it came out more like a burnt sienna. And that's why I don't trust Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Completely fair. Has anyone ever turned their, their toaster up above three? Is there a point to anything above three? You know what? <clears throat> I'm just going to... Why are there seven more numbers? What are we doing? I don't have that on mine. Did I buy the wrong one? Oh, I don't know. Yes. You probably just got a better one. Jesus fucking Christ. No one told me. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jacqueline. I'm going to start getting out of your guys' way. Jacqueline, your first pickup line to or from Marge in Shipping. Happy Monday, Marge. You got any packages over the weekend? Oh, you don't work over the weekend, huh? I like a woman with a nice set of boundaries. <laughs> Did I work with you at a previous job? <laughs> Get any packages over the Marge, packages over the weekend? Really good. <laughs> All right, uh, Alyssa, your second to or from uh, pickup line uh, to or from a spirit Halloween store. <laughs> this is from a spirit Halloween store. Sure. <laughs> oh, hello. You didn't see me here yesterday because a ton of special ops put me here in the middle of the night last night. But uh, hey, baby, get on this while it's hot. I only come once a year. <laughs> going to yeah. hell for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I will have a devil costume for it. <laughs> Appropriately enough. It was Just, about fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> you, you wait till November first and it's a dollar fifty nine. So <laughs> you know all the scoops. Ninety percent off, baby. Uh Christy. <laughs> uh second pickup line to or from a toaster with a really finicky darkness knob. Okay, so my toaster's on the fritz because I put a whole pack of hot dogs in, plastic and all. But what I'm saying is you shouldn't have a slot so big if I'm not allowed to shove an entire pack of hot dogs in you. 
and you are a misleading whore. <laughs> I mean, it's their fault for having a slot that big. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I didn't say it. Christy did. Um, <laughs> Jacqueline, your second pickup line. Two are from Margin Shipping. Happy hump day, Marge. <laughs> and no need to get human resources involved again. I just mean Wednesday. In other news, you had a very spicy cameo in my dream last night. <laughs> oh, no. They're so realistic. That's, that is the, that's the thing that's hitting me the hardest. Is... I know. <laughs> Is how goddamn accurate. Fucking shook. <laughs> so shook. <laughs> you had a real spicy cameo, Marge. Yeah, Pack. All right. <laughs> All right. Third and final round here. Uh, Alyssa, your third pickup line to her from a Spirit Halloween store. From. Sure. From a Spirit Halloween <laughs> store. Hey, you want to come inside? <laughs> It's only scary at first, then you get used to all the weird stuff you find in there. <laughs> all right. Is that compelling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do people like that? <laughs> uh, making me very uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> Christy, uh, your last, third and last, uh, pickup line to or from a toaster. With a really finicky darkness knob. You're so hot that you're anywhere between a six to a nine because toasters may vary. <laughs> I mean, why not just make one through three, like the one through ten? Make the three that hot. Oh. what a toaster oven looks like anymore but maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe it's because i don't think i've ever bought a toaster for more than ten dollars maybe that's why maybe that's why oh fuck this is just a toaster just not a toaster a oven. just not a toaster, toaster oven. yeah no oh i okay it's a whole different <laughs> you just outed yourself as bougie you're like oh oh i'm oh, sorry oh, hey, <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, my. i'm a double tier oven <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am the one percent here. You're lucky that you're lucky the camera doesn't expand because you'll see all the gold I have in the background of my camera. This is all just pirate treasure chests. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just make toast on one of those uh, spinning like open pizza uh, oven things that I've seen on TV. That's. <laughs> It's the only way I toast anything. That's all I do. Dog, oh. that's the way to do it. I make my toast in a Nespresso machine. <laughs> it's fucking fire. <laughs> all right, let's let's get, let's wrap up. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, pickup line three, Jacqueline. Two are from <laughs> Margin Shipping. Happy Friday, Marge. Hey. You like boats? Because I just so happen to be part owner of a nautical timeshare, 
And every third Sunday, it's all mine, subject to blackout dates. I'm thinking you, me, and a cooler full of Shasta Cola. Just get away from it all. <laughs> I don't know how to drive it, so we'll have to stay tied to the dock, but that just means we'll be closer to a working toilet. <laughs> Jacqueline, you, you're the, the most precious resource we have. <laughs> we're, we're all going to get through this. We're all going to get through this as long as we just keep Jacqueline close at hand. It'll be I, fine. I believe that. <laughs> All I'm right. getting Jacqueline to cope, like to ghostwrite all of my pickup lines forever now, <laughs> like in real life. Real life, yeah. <laughs> Working <Yeah>. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, segment three. Oh, I'm glad it's taking as long as it is because I don't want it to be over. All right, uh, <laughs> segment three. Uh, sell it on Craigslist. Let's give it a try. Don't want a thing? Don't just throw it away. As the old saying goes, another man's trash is something somebody might pay a weird amount of money for if you put a blurry picture of it on the right internet website. The site most used for that function is probably Craigslist. So try to offload these things onto the anonymous world of the web's dimly lit swap meet. <clears throat> so, uh, all of you, uh, here's your ads for selling these things on Craigslist. You get it. Uh, Alyssa. Uh, sell on Craigslist, if you will, free will. <coughs> For sale, one free will, best offer or $50. But I know you'll give me $50. I know you will. <laughs> You know, it's really hard that I'm putting this for sale on the internet because I'm not even sure I really have it. Uh, but hey, that's probably never stopped anyone else from selling some bullshit on Craigslist, right? I've seen your ads. They're not all accurate, but you can't help it. No one can help it. I'm selling one slightly used or possibly never used free will. It hasn't sparked joy for me, but it might for you. Maybe you're the type of person who hasn't handed over your fate to the chaos to let it rain and engulf you in the flames of uncertainty and let it pour over you like a cold shower when your plumbing is broken, piercing you with the unexpected pain of your existence. Or maybe you haven't handed over your future to a merciless higher power hell-bent on making you buy everything you see on Instagram ads. Do you really need to buy a branded fly swatter to attempt to remove someone's incredibly tiny church hat? <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're going to click on the ad and you're going to buy it. I don't know. Maybe you're the type of person who believes in your own agency to make decisions and doesn't get all swayed by a McDonald's commercial that makes a Big Mac look hella good, like Ruby Tuesday good at the very least. <laughs> Maybe you're the type that believes we can all make decisions for ourselves. And that's the that's one of the only things we have control over in our life, in our in, in our one life that we all share. <laughs> this used or unused, I don't know, free will might be for you if you're the free will type or someone I would describe as free willy. Um, I'm also selling my slightly used DVD copy of free willy. <laughs> um, also, I'm not selling it, but I do want to mention that I have a free will that I'll throw in. It's my grandma's will. Uh, she's dead, and we already used the will and thought, well, that's that. We divided up all $7 of grandma's estate or between the 16 people on the will. So, I mean, what are we going to do with it now? What are we going to do with an already executed legal document? File it 
or keep clutter around the house? No, thank you. In this house, we respect Marie Kondo. <laughs> so I'm giving it away in case you need it for like a prop or like an art project, like a seance, as long as I'm invited, or like a witchcraft spell. Pick up only. I'm not driving in any of these things to Woodland. Come get them yourself. <laughs> Alyssa Cowan, selling free will, <clears throat> slightly used or not, uh, on, <laughs> Who knows? on Craigslist. Oh, I didn't. I never thought about that. Uh, like, uh, what what would you do with a will? It seems weird to throw it away. But do you just do you put <laughs> do you put grandma's last wishes in a filing cabinet? What did, what do you do with a will? Dude, I don't know, man. You, does the lawyer keep it? I don't know. They love paper. They keep <laughs> that shit around everywhere. <laughs> shit. It's out of control. If there's one thing we know about lawyers, those fucks love paper. Love paper, man. Top to bottom. They're about it. You got a big old library with books. It's a lot of paper in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alyssa Cowan, selling free will. Christy Farley, sell us via Craigslist. A closet full of self-help materials. I didn't realize how I didn't realize how uh, pertinent this was to your current. Uh, <laughs> a lot of paper. <laughs> I so do want to say also this is especially funny because I have a three-tier huge bookshelf full of self-help books. <laughs> so this was great. I had a lot of material. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Calling all people with. Desperately low self-esteem. <laughs> After a lifetime of failed attempts to fix my broken shit heap of a personality, I've amassed a kingdom of self-help what-have-yous available for purchase now. I've got CD-ROMs. How long has it been since you heard that? Empty leather-bound dream journals. I've got Eckhart Tolle meditation books purchased as recently as last week. <laughs> Don't know who Eckhart Tolle is? Congratulations on actually treating your mental illness. We've got books for all the greatest hits. We've got codependency, how to talk to men, how to talk to women, how to be mindful, how to get out of your head. Overcoming social anxiety. How to express basic human affection. Healing yourself with over-the-counter vitamins. How to be brave. How to achieve success in business by engaging your inner psychopath. A book about how smoothies will solve all your problems. And finally, how to stop worrying and start living. I found the book entirely useless, but you might not. I'll meet you at the Denny's parking lot for the drop-off. That's where I gotta drop my stepson. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> this has just been an entire show ripped <laughs> from everyone's realities. <laughs> I don't have a stepson. This is a fiction. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. There's <laughs> you gotta add that little flavor of a stepson. Um, right, yeah, you gotta like reek of desperation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many how many items have been dropped off, e exchanged in Craigslist purchases, either in a Denny's parking lot or a Walmart parking lot? Those, that's like that's, they should actually have like a a sign specifically for those pickups and drop offs in those those areas. Oh, Christy Farley, 
Selling a closet full of self-help material on Craigslist. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> and, uh, Jacqueline, let's wrap up selling things on Craigslist. You are selling something rad! <laughs> Alright, this uh, entire post is in all caps, and I'll try to convey that with my delivery. <laughs> Brand new with tag, something rad! Needs a little TLC, but salt and pepper or Invo will probably be fine. Pick up only, but we'll trade for an Xbox or your ex's box or some stage time on your comedy show. I've never tried stand-up, but I've been writing, and Joe Rogan is my religion. Item specs. It's really something. Does all kinds of things, like is rad. Hates Nickelback and has a bunch to say about it. Like, did you know they are bad and lame? If you can't skateboard, you shouldn't wear bands. Serious fires and people who want to talk about DMT only. There it is. Uh, thank you, Jacqueline. <laughs> is rad. Okay. Uh, segment four. Oh, it's one of my favorite new ones that we've rolled out. It's recipes. Um, if I were to say snips and snails and puppy dog tails or sugar and spice and everything nice, you'd know I'm talking about what little boys and little girls are made of. But other things are probably made of things, too. So why not give me the recipes for making these other people, places, or things? Alyssa, give us your recipe for a lame rave. <laughs> wow. Growing up, my mom used to always make a lame rave around the holiday time. I used to love to wake up on Christmas morning to smell the large glow of the dark pants and people on Molly. My mother spent so much time digging through the storage to find our favorite family heirloom, a record of Sandstorm by Derude that was passed down in our family for generations. Don't remember Sandstorm? Think of a techno song. There's a 95% chance that you just thought of the song Sandstorm, according to a nationwide polling from Politico and the Wall Street Journal. Sandstorm goes, boo, 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 And then it goes like that for like five more pages of the whole blog, the recipe blog. All right, so are you bored yet? Did you scroll through all the exposition? I'm reading this recipe. Okay, now finally, here's the recipe. <laughs> One abandoned warehouse by the docks previously used to tie up a journalist as bait to lure the Batman. <laughs> 500 of the kids in high school from rich families who dress weird and you found friendly but very suspicious. <laughs> and these kids dress more like hot topic weird, not like dainty religious bug for a formal church cat weird. <laughs> Specified. At least three techno albums. 50,000 glow sticks, negative 50,000 watts of light, lots of drugs. Instructions, step one, make sure to keep the room at negative 50,000 watts of light. If you introduce light that conflicts with the glow sticks, the rave will turn to dust or possibly into a folk revival concert. Step two, slowly lower the 500 kids into the warehouse. Careful to check for mobsters in zoot suits. Liberally sprinkle drugs on people until they reach a boiling point. Step three, fold in three techno albums slowly over time. In most cases, they will not notice the repetition. Add extra albums as needed. Step four, 
throw out glow sticks at the crowd like they're dolphins at the aquarium trying to catch fish before they have to dance for the enjoyment of humans. <laughs> Yields 500 servings, does not freeze well. <laughs> Alyssa Cowan and her recipe for a lame rave. And I guess I'm lame because that sounded awesome. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't know. Yeah, I accidentally did the prompt for cool rave. <laughs> now I'm kicked off the show for not following instructions. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, oh, well, um, yeah, I'm just realizing what I did. Um, <laughs> Christy, um, <laughs> let's see your recipe for a book club. <laughs> Okay, so you're going to take like eight soccer moms, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you're going to add in two divorced gals. And you got to get gals, not women. It's an important distinction because the gals have more meat. You can use a marinade if you like. Click this link if you want my recipe for a marinade. It's bossy. Okay, so we're going to toss in a copy of a white savior book like The Health. And then we're going to toss in another book, which is like a boring mom book, and it's going to be Where'd You Go, Bernadette. And then everyone can pretend to read it, and then they really just watch the movie. But, you know, if you want, if you want to skip a step, you could just watch the movie. Sure. Then you add a tray of deviled eggs that Charlotte claims she made, but I saw you at the Safeway. I saw you at the Safeway. We all saw you at the Safeway. Then you add like seven, seven and a half bottles of like clearance kangaroo label wine from like Trader Joe's. Then you toss in like some table snacks, like an assortment of crackers and cheese. And then like those roll up Costco sandwiches where like you got to peel the tomato off because tomatoes are gross. <laughs> then you toss all that stuff in a room that's eight. 80 degrees, 80, 85, because Deandra gets cold, but then we gotta have all the windows open because Martha has hot flashes. It just put it in a white suburban neighborhood and. <sighs> <laughs> a serve with a sigh. <laughs> I felt that sigh in my bones. <laughs> We all saw you at Safeway. <laughs> I wanted to do the callback, so when the devil eggs got a lot of attention, I was like, yeah! <laughs> you couldn't devil an egg to save your life, Charlotte. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, and wrapping up recipes, segment four. Jacqueline Wyan, give us uh, the recipe for margin shipping. Happy Thursday, Jesse. You asked for my recipe for a Marge, and I was happy to oblige. Here's what you'll need to make the most incredible woman I know. Love and care and beautiful hair. Warm hugs, novelty mugs, and healthy jugs. <laughs> A nice pair of chinos, venti frappuccino, and a bottle of vino. Sass and brass and a big stinky ass. 
Oh, God. Poetry. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jacqueline, <laughs> for uh, just a pitch perfect Mwah! recipe of mar- <laughs> margin shipping. Oh, that brings us to the final segment, guys. It's all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll be okay. We'll get through it. Um, immediately, we can just immediately watch this again when it's done. It's a watch party now. Okay. Let's get through it first. Um, segment five, location, location, location. It's a fan favorite. Uh, you've got goods or services that you think the world needs to know about. But sometimes the very place you put down roots to try to do your business comically turns out to be probably one of the worst places you could have tried to do that. Or so goes the premise behind location, location, location. You're all, uh, you're all run, oh, I quit. Um, (laughs) You all run businesses in less than ideal locations. Try to sell us on why we should patronize your establishment. Alyssa, you, you teach martial arts in a town populated entirely by guns. Hi, friends. My name is Alyssa, and I run the Namaste Martial Arts Center in Guntopia. Here at Namaste, I teach residents to relax and de-stress from their incredibly violent day of mayhem by teaching them the soothing practices of slightly less violent methods of combat. (laughs) We teach guns all varieties of relaxing martial arts, such as Muay Thai, where guns can put on boxing gloves and learn this revered style of kickboxing. They wear those nice little booty shorts as well, if they like. We also teach Filipino martial arts, where we have the guns learn to fight with sticks and learn other close combat techniques. And remember to join us for our community fight club class. It's pay what you want and all are welcome. Stick around for the end of class where I walk around and wrap you all in blankets and put lavender essential oils under your nose for you to huff all right before we say our final ohm. Please remember, please remember to turn your safety on before entering class. For the love of God, please turn your safety on before class. I already have one glass eye. I do not want to. And yes, our classes actually will be taught outside. Not because of COVID, but because last time we had an accidental discharge after two patrons got into a much too serious fight and I had to replace seven of my 20 soothing salt lamps and I just can't do that again in this economy. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. (laughs) Alyssa Cowan, teaching martial arts in a town populated entirely by guns. Just the thought of uh, (laughs) guns fighting with sticks is just wonderful to me. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Alyssa, where can all of the the people who have enjoyed you thusly uh, find you outside of the confines of this show? Oh, man. Just follow me on Twitter, um, at Alyssa Pants. Uh, that's where I post all my stuff. That's really the only place where I am. I don't know. You can email me. <laughs> I got some podcasts and stuff that are happening. Sure. Yeah, right. email me Alyssa at AlyssaPants.com. I get a lot of emails in there, but I'll respond to them. 
<laughs> that's where I am. If you don't, if you want me on anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, also uh, next Saturday we've got the premiere oh, of the yeah. summer camp show here. <laughs> I don't, but I don't you know, know what? Just email airing. her. Just email her about it. She'll uh... email me and ask me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's well, AlyssaPants.com is my website. There's yeah. lots of there we go. links. It's very disorganized at the moment, but someday it'll be better. Yeah. Every, the world is very disorganized right now, and someday it'll be better. So you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a metaphor for everything. <laughs> yes, your website is intended. a metaphor. Uh, thank you, Alyssa. Uh, Christy, how about uh, your pitch? Um, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> you are a mad scientist in a creepy castle on a mountain overlooking a peaceful village below. Okay, so I know my whole thing is that I'm supposed to reanimate dead human tissue and create abominations unto the Lord, but recently I've been looking for more of like a work-life balance, so, you know, I mean, it's alive, but am I? (laughs) So I finally decided to hit the town with some of my gal pals and I assembled them out of the corpses of the cast of the Golden Girls. So thank you for being a friend is what I'm saying. (laughs) You can call me Ariel because I want to be where the people are. Do not sue me, Disney. Okay. So... Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was written at an orgy. Did you know that? It's a true thing. I watched it on Drunk History. Do not sue me, Comedy Central. Okay. Uh, If you need dead folks that you want them to not not be so dead anymore, you can uh, HMU on the old Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, Snapshot. <laughs> My handle is at Frankenstein's Monster Energy. I'm uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to revamp my image. It's not working. I hear the villagers banging at the door. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Christy Farley, a uh, mad scientist in a creepy castle on top of a mountain. It's alive, but am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that hit. Uh, just so you know, that hit the chat firmly. Uh, <laughs> I can see that. I can see that shirt, and um, you get. We'll give you like fifty percent of the merchandise. Um, <laughs> Christy, wonderful. Oh, so happy to have you back. Um, uh, and I was about to say the same thing that Law. How how does Monster not have like uh, a seasonal flavor <laughs> yeah like a like a thanksgiving turkey dinner energy drink well i mean <laughs> no no everybody's doing savory things now that are inappropriate uh, so they should hop on that bandwagon <laughs> that just sounds like a jelly belly brand of energy drinks just <laughs> here's buttered popcorn energy drink Ugh. oh no <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, Christy, um, how can people enjoy uh, some Christy Farley in their lives? Uh, where, where where can they see you? What are you, you know? 
So uh, you can follow me on all the usual. Mm, you can follow me on all the usual platforms. But here's the thing: my dog has an Instagram. This oh. dog right here is named Ham. Uh, he has an Instagram, and it's Insta Ham. So follow him on Insta Ham, and he he has a lot more action than I do. <laughs> oh, you just oh, oh, it's so much. He's cute. He is super <laughs> cute. Um, uh, thank you, Christy. I was going to respond to Baby Dan a couple of years ago. I think it was Hanson's. Uh, it might have been. They put out a candy corn flavored goddamn soda, and I drank that. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was it like? It was. You know what? Imagine what you think it was like. <laughs> yeah, it was that. It was. Um, How was the diabetes immediately afterwards? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, my chest didn't stop humming for a couple hours, but that's to be expected. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, see, Kevin remembers it too. It existed. They had a couple other weird flavors, and they were in like the eight ounce cans. They were like the short chode cans. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because they they don't want to like. You, that's something you do probably need to take shots of, and not just drink the whole yeah. whole glass. Hey, hey, well, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Yeah. Hey. What? Hey, Jesse. Huh? What? Chode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this... I am calling the FCC for that. <laughs> Taking this Twitch channel down. That is inappropriate. This, this, ent- this entire show has just been wrapped in one giant wet tortilla. <laughs> yeah, we're all just wrapped inside. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, uh, Jacqueline, before we get to you uh, wrapping this up for us, where can people enjoy uh, some Jacqueline Wyand? You can follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Wyand. It's simple and straightforward. It's yep. It, you, you you get what you oh pay for. oh, and I guess I'm I'm on Rankinator tomorrow. <laughs> oh well, there you are. <laughs> nice. So uh, you get more Jacqueline tomorrow. It's uh, like smart words. I believe I saw the theme right. <laughs> I haven't opened the message yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Kevin, uh, just be quiet in the chat. Uh, she'll get to it tomorrow. All right. I'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Um, I didn't look at it either. But I'm not in the show. Jacqueline, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Oh, I remember this one. Um, <laughs> I <clears throat> I changed it. I was going to go depression. I thought that might not have been the best uh, route. So instead, Jacqueline, give us your pitch. Uh, you run an anxiety-themed amusement park. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello, my name is Jacqueline, and I'm here to tell you about Anxiety Land. Ooh, hold on. <laughs> I just saw that they opened up the bathroom again, and they only had them closed down for like two minutes, so there's no way in hell they're actually clean. But anyway, this is a really fun place. Um, We've got uh, lots of stuff that just makes you go, I don't know about that. (laughs) Exciting rides such as the loud noise or phone call or a text that just says talk later. You like funnel cake? That's cool. We don't have funnel cake anymore because we read a Twitter thread about how it's being used to suppress minority votes. (laughs) 
it's probably not true, but we don't want to risk it, you know. <laughs> Uh, Anxiety Land was founded in 1980. Christ Almighty, did you hear that scream? Why do people bring their kids here? I'm sorry. <laughs> you must think that I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. You don't think I'm crazy, do you? Anxiety Land was founded in 1986 by Annabelle Land. Now, that was a wound up bitch. <laughs> anyway, call the number on your screen and we'll mail you some tickets. There's no tracking on the order, so you just kind of have to wait and hope for the best. Good luck. <laughs> Jacqueline Wyan, anxiety-themed uh, theme park. Uh, and staff is over. <clears throat> Give it up awkwardly in your own home one more time for tonight's panel. <laughs> Alyssa Cowan, Christy Farley, and Jacqueline Wyan. They were truly more than we deserve. If you... Uh, uh, <laughs> wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I screwed up my own script. Uh, if you'd like to make Catching the Live Stab Show a more regular part of your life, all you got to do is tune in to Stab Comedy Theater TV every Thursday night at 8 p.m. to put the faces to the voices of your favorite funny comedy haha friends. But if you're not about appointment television or you'd just rather keep the physical mystery, then get us in your slightly delayed audio-only version uh, wherever you prefer to get your podcast, be it Apple-y, Spotify-y, Stitcher-y, or Podknife brand. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Um, this was Stab. You were you. I was me. And that's just how it goes. Good night, everybody.